Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What up, you're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I'm Ryan. And this is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games. Sometimes about how terrible I am as a handyman. You're not terrible, Jake. Don't beat yourself up that way. I kind of am, Come here. Ryan. Come I here. when you got here tonight, I was I was really excited. Well, the plan was I was really excited to unveil the new office, the new podcasting studio to you. I know. I Complete love how both you and Olivia thought I was going to be like a kid. Be like, oh exactly, my God. Exactly. We were both were like, Ryan, no, I probably would have been like a kid. Ryan's going to be so psyched. I was like, 4K psyched. TV, new floating shelf. Have, <laughs> new have floating a, shelf. Have a God. floating <laughs> shelf. It's just floating in the middle of the room. That's Why how, is it doing it? Magnets. That's how, that's how good we are at this. It's, it's, just, it's not attached to anything. It's just floating slightly above the floor. Where do you hang your beer on a floating shelf? Yeah. Like new gaming setup. Be like, Ryan's going to love this. Yeah. I'm Ryan, just going to tell Megan I won't be what, home. Exactly. You're like, look, he can't even work. His couch, you could theoretically sleep on it. It's almost big enough for a human adult to almost fit upon. Well, if you tuck, big it, enough. tuck big in enough a little for bit. this couch. Tuck in your penis and your legs. Uh, who doesn't plenty, do that? Would you fuck me? Room. I'd fuck me. Plenty of room. <laughs> I, yes, plenty of room. But Ryan, what what were you? What did you see when you walked in this room? Well, what you told me was you're like, <laughs> hey, uh, I worked on TV stand for two hours. Come back here and check it out. It? <laughs> yeah, and all it is is a washer and a bolt into the wall, and literally that's all it is. <laughs> that is all it is. And it took you a the two t- hours. You were a grown man, Jake. The TV is literally person. still in the box. Still in the box. <laughs> sitting on the floor, still in the box that it came in. Directions who need them. <laughs> I found the stud. I drilled. And that's all it is. is that's it, the I, problem. So if anybody this listing. How did this go? How did this go? That's the best story. So obviously you found the stud because you got your little stud finder. I see yeah, exactly. That. I, and then I, you just started drilling. Exactly. I started. And it took dr- you two hours. I started drilling, and let me tell you, that bolt is not going fucking anywhere. You don't think so? You think it would support my weight? Uh, <laughs> I'm a grown man, Jake. We'll see about it later. I think. Um, I'm gonna try it now. My guess is probably not. Um. I, w- I was that thing quite- sticks out kind of far too. Yeah, I was. How, um, how, how long is that? How much do you think is in the wall currently? Two and a half inches. That bowl is two and a half inches. And I was any hazard to guess that at least that to anybody that usually means it's less. It's half that. Well, I'm going to say that bolt two and a half inches, at least an, an inch, inch, maybe a little bit an more. Still st- quarter is still protruding from the wall. Yeah. Um, at that point, I think uh, my arms were tired of holding up the 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 TV harness to the wall, and I was like, "I'm just gonna see if this fucker is gonna go in anywhere." So I just I uh, took out my little cordless drill 
and I just, man, just let it spin. You and bet it you didn't spun, want to strip it. And it spun, and I was just sh- shaking. Like, <laughs> you were shaking. <laughs> you know we were shaking with job. shaking with rage. It was like a it's like sawdust bukkake up in here. It was just flying everywhere, and that bolt was not going anywhere at the same time. Did you try to manually do it, like see if you could just get yeah, with, with my hands? Yes. Sometimes if, you can. If get the dr- if the drill wouldn't do it, I'm sure beating on it with my hands like King Kong was. You no, know, you don't have to beat on it because it's going to strip it. But I'm thinking like. If you like manually try to screw it, you might get a little bit further. Now, how much further you get? I don't know. I don't Maybe know. another quarter inch. Maybe, which we'll take that to be a half of that. Yeah, I, I think that this was a project where I had a lot of high hopes for my abilities to follow directions. And I, I was confident I had the correct tools. And I was like, you know what? I got this. I definitely got this. I'll go ahead and order this. I'll order all this shit. Don't even worry about it. Turn, it. Turns out. I've, you know, after after all that hard work, just a single bolt sticking out of the wall. Two things there. When you said this is a project, and as soon as you said that, I was like, for somebody else was what for I immediately exactly, thought. Which is probably what I should have, <laughs> the approach that I should have just taken from the beginning. <laughs> and then whenever you were talking about the instructions, we talked about it earlier, like Nancy Pelosi ripping up. <laughs> Donald Trump's uh it was except that was me pulling of, my hair out on Monday night when I was trying to do this. But like, all right, give me the tape. We're gonna have to look through I had already got game. I had already gotten home late that night. It was like seven o'clock. I'd been gone all day and I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I bet I'll have this up by 8 30. Turns out not the case. Blind <laughs> ambition. I love it. Yeah. But no, in, in all honesty, you order anything off Amazon that has to be assembled. It will probably come from China and it will have some shithouse instructions. Attached. And it may have I, the coronavirus. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew, fucking knew you were going to say but that. But you didn't say it before I said it, so we'll never know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the instructions were absolutely horrifically Let's entirely picture based. And I like that somehow in translation, what what they do is they will... They will list out all the pieces that are contained within that package that you get. But Which you always end up with an extra one less. But but then by the time you get to step four, they're they're referencing something that by a different name that hasn't been referenced up to that point. Be like, like what the fuck? This is, a is the this is the most important part. They call it like a lug bolt or something. And I was like, what the fuck is a lug bolt? Like I went back to like page one. It's like there's no fucking lug it's bolt. It's a bolt, man. How that's many a, bolts that's did the you fucking have? Lug, that's the fucking lug bolt right there. And there's three more of those motherfuckers that's supposed to <laughs> go into your wall. Yeah, exactly. You've got one that like took you two quarters. hours. It's a whole day thing. That's <laughs> it's a whole day thing right exactly. here. Exactly. We whenever Jake I'm gonna have to, this, I'm gonna have to unionize to to finish. You this really project. will. You it's it's a sad truth. <laughs> there will probably be no house left here. Um, but whenever I got here, I was like, this took you two hours. And um you know what sometimes when you drink you forget um so i forget where that sentence was going jake we've drank a lot tonight well i have i've had this is my fourth beer really yeah tonight yeah um so i forgot where my sentence went but i would like to dedicate tonight's to the hoppiums and the konas the hoppiums from the uh foothills brewery in local winston-salem and the right Konos the to Hawaii, which is not local, but American. It is still technically American, whether you guys wanted to be or not. 
I guess we just kind of showed up about 150 years ago. So I have friends who live in Hawaii now. Yep. I wish that. Sure, the local. My mom was born in Hawaii. Your mom was born in Hawaii? My mom was born in Honolulu. Like on a vacation? No, my grandparents were in the military and the Air Force. Oh, okay. Yeah, they moved all around. My mom was born in Waikiki Beach. What about your dad? Where was he born? born in Curtisville, North Carolina. Fuck yeah, I like that. <laughs> Currently living about 300 yards from <laughs> the house he grew up in. So <laughs> Yeah, that's my shit right there. Exactly. Keeping it all in the family. Whoop, so. whoop. Fascinating. It's like fa- families are a complex thing. No, they're not. Yeah, sometimes. You go out there, you got your baby mama's daddy, and then, you know, you got your sister's brother's Mary. You know, families are getting crazier as they go. You know, people have got so many baby daddies and then like, you know, incestuous stuff going on. Uncle's uh, mother's father. Some parts. All of the, the same. Some parts of this country. That's West Virginia. We're looking at you. still see a thing. Not North Carolina. No, it's definitely happened in North Carolina. <laughs> Wasn't there some guy who him, he met his daughter um, like 20 years after she was born or something like that. And then they got together. He was married and like he banged it out with her and then they died. He like killed her and killed himself or something like that. At least it had a happy ending to this. It did not terrible, have a happy awful story. <laughs> and they look kind of similar. I'm thinking like it's kind of egotistical, right? If you're like, hey, you look like me. That's I'd like fuck Christian, you. That's I'd like fuck me. Christian Bale in American Psycho where he's like looking at himself in the mirror where he's like, yeah, I'm good at this. Yeah. But then it switches to like her perspective and he's just like sweating and flopping around and it's over in like 25 seconds. I feel like that's most women's experience with men. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, they might as well just call me a salmon because I'm out there flopping, dog. I'm Throw here, me on the deck. I'm just out flop, here to flop, spawn. Flop, flop, flop. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Call it a day. Uh, salmon, not the, when I worked in uh, meat and seafood, not the worst smelling fish I had to come across. I'd say that was probably catfish. Catfish was definitely the worst because first of all, they look like a, gr- it looks like a gray lump of meat. Yeah. This is it's why. Terrible I'm, looking. It's absolutely terrible looking. I will terrible. say I did. One of our managers loved catfish, though, and came by and bought them every night. Who? Uh, do you remember the lady with the scooter? I don't remember her name. <laughs> we won't say it here, but you know, you know the lady I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Her, her, she was she was into younger men because every night that I had to work, she would want to audit drawers for her whatever her quota was for the week. And she would always do that with me and like uh, Seth, this other guy I worked with and we were young men. She would tell me about all of her stuff. I'm pretty sure that she would have hooked up with me if I was like, yo, what's up? I think she, she She's was in the fifties and had a scooter. She, I think the reason she had a scooter is because she had back problems and she was not because shy. Her boobies were so big. She was not shy fake. about her breast implants and I telling heard. everybody about them and that was the main reason she, she had back showed problems, some people which led to her being in a scooter and she me, showed some people yeah so i think the i was way, always fearful to ask this but i could have this story ends by her get being fired for i think embezzling company money was that I true think, i think that's basically what happened yeah probably, probably some other reasons on top of that but Oh, the good die young. The, yeah. yeah, that was the reason she was in the scooter. But she, uh, that scooter was about the fastest thing in the store. And there was there were many nights 
when I would be back there <laughs> working. Ride your scooter. <laughs> there was many nights in meat and seafood where she would just come like 25 miles an hour through that door back there and just like scare the shit out of me, man. I'd be back there like <laughs> washing like knives in the sink and she'd just fly through that fucking door. And those are like doors that go both ways. Exactly. So it was like. <laughs> Be like, hey, I think you need to rotate some uh, lunch meat or whatever, whatever. I'm, all right, I'm out of here. I'm going to watch you rotate them, though, from far away. Yeah, get <laughs> But low. she would also buy these nasty, like, hunks of catfish that were, like, just, ugh. Catfish is the worst fish you could possibly eat. What? Is the smell it. nasty? It's, fuck, it's bad. It looks unappetizing. It smells bad. What would you compare the smell to? Ugh. All right. So, imagine. Hit me like, with the dog. Imagine like a gym sock filled with beef jerky that's been sitting out in the, in the hot summer day for, for like six hours. Mm. Also, there's a fish. So <laughs> is it like a Slim Jim or like? Yeah, like a Slim Jim, which uh, are already like pretty bad. Yeah, when Slim I was Jim me smell eating, like B.O. That was and like, sadness. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, that's probably what she experienced. Um <laughs> Sweet woman, though. Sweet woman. Probably because I've seen her boobies. She wasn't, though. I didn't, know. She was, she was bad and stole a lot of money. Well, yeah. And also I, didn't need that scooter, but took it anyways. Well, she might have. I mean. I don't think she really needed the it. implants. I mean. She, she, need, she, they hurt your back. she needed that attention more than she needed that scooter. Well, you know, Jake, we can look at it two Some ways. people are like Obviously. that. Some people just have to go get implants imagine, and then their backs hurt. Imagine people that needed attention so much that they thought that people care about their opinions on the internet and listening to them for an hour to an hour and a half at a time. That'd be sad, right? We've never gone an hour and a half before in our lives. Mm. We flop like fish for 25 seconds and that's <laughs> it. And all of a sudden at the, at the end of the night, we're like, damn. Squeeze that an hour. shit was tight. Squeeze an hour and ten minutes out of that somehow, did we? Good, I can watch my TV show. Shit, is the game still on? <laughs> yes, that's why men try to hurry up and have sex so quickly. They want to a race or b see, see if, what's on TV after Johnny Carson's still on. Yeah, hey, is, is that Conan fellas still come on? Is that a topical reference? People still. <laughs> Johnny Carson is not. Uh, oh, it sounds like we're going into our news segment. Uh, that's the transition. <laughs> Isn't that exciting? Exactly. When I start to have a stroke, you know it's news time, right? Yeah, baby girl. That's when, we reach, in, that's when we reach into our mailbag and pull out some of the latest news segments that we We reach and pull out all of them, even if I have to read them insanely fast. Boom. Ryan, we saw a trailer tonight. We saw multiples. We saw the one that the only one I remember is the one with Chris Rock and guess Samuel L. Jackson. Guess what? It's Saw, but it's in the 1970s now. Is it in the 70s? Uh, Based on the outfits and the cars, I'm going to say it's in the, the mid to late 70s to possibly the early 1980s. But what did you think about that? Um, don't email in say that's actually a 79 Pontiac. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Late seventies, early eighties. We'll say that, say that much. I would say that I just still can't take Chris Rock at, in a serious role. I don't, I can't either. Honestly, and I watched it without sound. I was like, get the shit out of here. And then I seen it and I heard his voice a little more believable, but I'm just like, man, get the shit out of here. 
what did you think about when Samuel L. Jackson showed up? I was like one of the probably the most peak Samuel L. Jackson moments I've seen in any movie trailer I've ever seen. Based on what I've seen from the trailer, I'm thinking he's going to be like a Drew Barrymore type like in Scream where they kill him off relatively quickly. He's going to be the appeal. He's loud, but he dies real early. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. And I don't think that would be a bad thing. I like Samuel Jackson, but I also think that's kind of a rare thing to see in movies where they kill somebody off. It really sets a tone, I think. I liked the way that they tied this into the Saw universe by basically repeating that catchphrase, you want to play a game? And then adding Samuel L. Jackson's signature catchphrase. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Why are these snakes on this motherfucking plane? (laughs) You want to play a game? Motherfucker. (laughs) Great stuff. You know what? When you first said this, you were like, yeah, it's Chris Rock and it's Saw, I guess. I was like, I don't think I'm interested in that at all. I I don't don't even think I want to see that. But I'm totally, I'm on board for that. I'm all about that now. <laughs> I've tur- I've changed my opinion. I've turned around on it. My God. Fuck it. <laughs> I have made a change. I'm have all I made in. a change on your opinion of Samuel or uh was it uh Sam Elliott and his movie about the Bigfoot and the Hitler? No, that's still bad, but not that's as bad, bad as Men in Black International. You really? That was the worst movie that we was watched. Not in comparison to the other one. I don't it think it was so. so bad. Both terrible. So bad. Ryan Baby Yoda, also known as Star Wars, the Mandalorian or the child. <laughs> scheduled this to is come the out way. in October of this year. Hey, what do you think about that? You excited to see some more Baby Yoda? I'm a little nervous because I am excited about seeing Baby Yoda, but it's going to be worth the wait. And also uh, there's WandaVision and uh, was it Captain and Falcon in August Mandalorian in October? And then November is WandaVision. I think there's good to see some more new stuff on Disney Plus, finally. <laughs> yeah. Um, Something new for me to watch until Rise of Skywalker comes out on Disney Plus and I get to relive that awful clone. movie. <laughs> what about the uh, Attack of the Clone Wars? Oh, yeah. That'll be a good one, too. Yeah. You're welcome. I am. And the boys. Not them. It's Amazon still. Yeah. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do an episode on that. Why would go do an going on with some boys. Clone Wars? They're only about half an hour, so <laughs> yeah, I can dig that. I may have to brush up on it, but nope, just go and clean. You'll be like, man, what the fuck? What, is who going the on fuck here? is this person? Who the fuck is that person? <laughs> um, I really enjoyed the post that I made this week. I didn't make it, but I saw it wherever. <laughs> George Lucas is a Lego, and he's laying on a bunch of Lego money. The Lego set with George Lucas and $4.6 billion. Yes, that one. Can't hate that, man. Ain't you know gonna what? hate, ain't gonna ain't. <laughs> I, did, I did read a story where he is actually interested in coming back to do a Star Wars that. thing, mm-hmm. but only if he has complete creative control. Will they give that to him, Jake? I don't think they should. <laughs> I think if you pair him with a decent writer, that's a good thing. I think George Lucas is a great big ideas guy, but when it comes down to the executing of actually writing a script and writing dialogue, which is probably his biggest weakness because it's, he writes dialogue in the way that uh, two people have never spoken to each other before. So, well, let me just say (laughs) 
two words to you. And as and exhibit A, B, and C, I'll raise all of the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> I'm going to look at you and say two words about George Lucas. Jar Jar Binks. That was three words. Is that three words? I thought it was... Classic George Lucas script, right? <laughs> I'm just... Jar Jar Binks. That's all I'll say. Could have been Michael Jackson. Could have been Michael... I was about to say that. Could have been Michael Jackson. Get out of my brain. How Don't you get in here. much better would that have been or worse would that have been? If that was Michael Jackson, if how much we- better would it have been if it wasn't... My- George Hopinks in the movie. How it would have been so much if it was Michael Jackson and then Disney was like, we'll buy all of the movies except that one. <laughs> Fuck you, <We're>, George R. Binks. <laughs> except that one, we're not counting it. <laughs> um, let's see. Nintendo Switch overtakes SNES with more than 52 million sold. I am still debating on getting one of these, but every week I just feel like I keep getting pulled back into the thought of getting a Switch. On it, you probably should. <sighs> probably one of the better decisions I've ever made in terms of ever, just ever, ever made, ever, clearly, ever. You, if you haven't done it, do I'm it. Not, Let's not, do it together. We'll see what happens. Of, of, you know, I'm speaking in terms of life choices in general. One of the best things yeah. I've ever done. Fuck school, drop out, play, switch. Uh, Become famous at doing it like that ninja it's fella. Such, it's such a great system, but I'm honestly surprised. That it's outsold because the Super Nintendo in some people's minds is like the holy grail of gaming like legacy. Like people love talking about the Super Nintendo well, do you and think over and over again. But the simplisticness of it where anybody could play it is what's appealing because I mean you have like PlayStation 2 right? I mean that was simplistic. That was whenever things were technology is kind of starting out for video games. Like where they're compared to where they are now. Starting to advance. Yeah. And then you have like the old school games like Super Mario or uh, Super Nintendo and like Nintendo, Sega. People are all about. I think that the the allure of that is part of what you said, the simplicity of it. And the more complex games get, the more a certain demographic of people are going to get turned off from it. The fact that the Switch has outsold that already in three years as opposed to the Super Nintendo. I think they came out in 90, 91 in Japan, maybe 91, 92 in the US. Don't quote me on that, but are we will around there? And I think they made them for seven, eight years. I, a little bit overlap with the N64 at that time. But well, they've also re-released it, right? It's huge. That is, and that is absolutely huge numbers. And I think it's outsold the Xbox and the time that it's been on the market. Well, what about the Wii? I, it seems like Nintendo <laughs> keeps it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Kiss. <laughs> Nintendo does keep it simple, but at the same time, they also make some absolutely baffling business decisions at the same time. Like, hey, we're only going to have a hundred like, of these available for thousands. Exactly. People. Like when they when they roll, rolled out the NES Classic and the, the same for the Super Nintendo Classic, they're like, well, we didn't know people were going to want this that much. And, you know, they made like a hundred things. And all of a sudden, people are trying to scalp them for $600 on eBay. Note to self. They are a baffling company. The way I don't understand their business model. They seem to be baffled by all. the accomplishments that they have. They are genuinely achieved. surprised sometimes. They're like, wow, people actually liked this uh, more than we thought. Hot dog. They're just so far behind other companies in terms of. But not money. Uh, I mean, 
in terms of market share, yes. I mean, they're, they're, they're definitely selling well. They have a lot of great intellectual properties, but like their smartphone app is a fucking piece of shit. Like it's, <laughs> it's absolutely, Tell me how you really it's feel. insane that in 2020, like even Sony, the PlayStation app is no good, but I can pre, I can order games and have them set to download on my PS4 when I'm at work and get home. It's just downloaded already. You cannot do that on the switch. You can't uh, the and you can, there's not the even ass. like built-in voice chat on the switch. I don't play games online, but I know a lot of people do enjoy that. There is no built-in voice chat on the really? switch. Really, you have to use a separate smartphone app to actually use voice chat features on any online games on Switch Online, which is crazy because I just saw Splatoon. Yeah, <laughs> I, I pronounced spit, it right not that time. Spitoon, as you Splatoon. said twenty minutes ago. Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> Um, yeah, so I saw that and I was like, oh, it was like Call of Duty. But yes, you'd probably want to call somebody out and be like, hey, I'm going to teabag, teabag your drum set, you little biatch. Because that's what people say. They say far worse things than that. Let's face it. I've probably heard a lot of probably a lot more N words thrown in there. I, and literally what I was thinking, but <laughs> I was not going to allude to it as well as the F word. If you've ever if you've ever played games online, you've probably heard a slur of racial and homophobic remarks or directed just, at anybody and everybody no. in general. Or so. just people's mothers, too. Like people will For say, real. hey, you've had sex with a mother. And you say Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. Yeah. I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> how dare I am you? not a I MFer. Will, I will I not am, take Dorothy Mantooth out that. on a nice seafood dinner and never call her back again. I'll <laughs> <laughs> fuck you up. Um, the Outer Worlds is coming to N- Nintendo Switch on March 6th. Are you excited? I am. Seems um, like you would be. You posted this and it looks like a game that you'd be into. I, I think so. I think that, yeah, after playing uh, our main, sort of main topic of the week, um, I'm looking for something a little bit different. And I think this is the kind of itch that it could particularly scratch. I'm interested to see and how it runs on the Switch. I almost want to buy it just to see as an experiment to see what it would look like compared to the other consoles. Probably bad. Probably like but stupid bullshit. The fact that they got The Witcher 3 to run on the Switch. Is, but I heard that was crap too. Uh, it is playable. It, okay. <laughs> okay. It's almost like saying technically it works. So even in that, even that in itself is, is impressive. Yeah, I don't, man. I no. think, I don't know. I think something like Breath of the Wild is probably bigger than The Witcher, but Breath of the Wild came out two years after The Witcher 3. <laughs> so, uh, God damn. We'll see. I, th- I think it'll be, it'll be interesting. But yeah, that, that kind of, um, that kind of RPG that's not super, super long, I think is appealing to me. And the fact that it's, there's little bitty combat sections, but the most of what you're doing is building your character, dialogue selection, that kind of stuff. It's more like a, like a mass effect sort of thing. What that kind of thing that you absolutely love and or hate. Sorry, I fell asleep. What were you talking about? <laughs> inventory? I don't know if there's as much inventory management in that. We'll see. I'll let you know whatever I can say. Jake loves inventory. Um, Jake, I, I think that's what I love most about video games is looking at pause screens. <laughs> that's what I found out. <laughs> um, I am going to spend as much time on this as I felt like is needed. Okay, um, I can't wait to see how we, short of amount of time this is. <laughs> we saw the trailer for uh, the Jesus rolls from the Big Lebowski. 
And yet there was nothing there to talk about. All right. Somebody looking I, think, I think we've spent the appropriate amount of time on that subject. I do too. Um, Can't tell anything about it. <laughs> uh, Marvel's Loki show has cast Owen Wilson. Whoa. How do you feel about whoa? Wow. Oh, is it wow? A whoa wow. is uh, Keanu Reeves. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How do you feel about that? You know, he was at the local Texaco in Walkertown. You know, Zach Galifianakis. Really? Yeah. They were filming a movie. Was it? A, uh, what was it? It was one? a terrible movie. Well, it, I don't know if it was terrible. I haven't seen it, but it didn't do well. I can't remember the one they did with Amy Poehler. Was that the one? This is where this is where I leave you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. That, that movie right. was. I can tell you, I read of that movie about five years ago. We, I watched the first twenty minutes of it and returned it to Red Box. You didn't see if if you could find the Texaco. It fucking sucked. <laughs> I have some friends who said they ran into Owen Wilson at the bars in wow. downtown Winston, <laughs> and he was really nice, and he drank with them and stuff. I'm like sure, that. I'm sure he is a nice guy. Sat Galifianakis can suck a dick. You think so? I feel I like he's know. probably nice too. He might be fine. He's a local. His, he's his a native. On, his on-screen persona, though, is definitely someone that would be unpleasant to hang out with or encounter in any sort of casual situation. I think he'd be okay. Maybe I'm just thinking about Between Two Ferns. He yeah. did seem like a thoroughly awkward and unpleasant person to run into. Well, that's he's just bringing it up. I think that he's probably pretty cool. And also, he drowned Matthew McConaughey in that one. And sometimes you got to do what you got to do. It's- um, Jake, we didn't watch the Fast and the Furious trailer because it was four minutes long of just bullshit. Um, I that's all the time we spent on that. <laughs> it looks better than that awful game they tried to they oh, tried yeah, to close the Game Awards out with last year. Um, oh, the looked- last Fast and Furious is not that good, though. I have seen all of them thus far. I've seen like three of them, and the only one I remember is Tokyo Drift. Dude, you got to see the fifth one, the Fast Five. That's the best one. Is that when they start to get good again, or good for the first time, as some would, some people would argue? Yeah, I think that it's like a heist <laughs> movie, so it's very good. Um, Paul Walker's like you little bastard. Towards the end of the movie, it's hilarious. Um, it's just such an God rest in- his dead an soul. Interesting way that that franchise has evolved from them literally stealing like DVD players. To like stealing our hearts, working with How the government you know? and thwarting what happened in Hobbs and Shaw. His sister was infected with a virus that could yeah, do something like or something Superman or other or whatever. I and just, then Idris Elba had a Transformers bike and The Rock pulled a helicopter out of the sky with a pair of chains. You got to keep doing it better each time. Yeah. You got to go bigger and uh, more British. Yeah. No <laughs> doubt. Though I do like his acting. I also love Jason Statham. But I will say that this movie was terrible. And so was the last Fast and Furious. Even Jason Statham's scene where he was trying to protect the baby. And they were trying to be funny with the baby. And I was like, Ugh, am I going to go see this movie? Yeah, I'll go see this movie. I've already <laughs> seen like eight movies. Like, fuck. Might they're as well also go to bringing the back, one. <laughs> they're bringing back Han, too, who blew up, apparently. But he did not because he's still alive. All right. Well, he blew up 13 years ago, so I can't wait to see how they shoehorn him back into this plot. Yeah. He was also um, his girlfriend, and that was Gal Gadot in the movies, and she died. Like, that was his love interest. So, Mm -hmm. come on now. I don't think Han could pick up Gal Gadot, especially with her status now. I don't know, man. Do you remember when he was drifting in Tokyo and did that big figure eight? Those Japanese women were like, hey, here's our phone number. I feel text like, us on this in 2005 Nokia. I got you, Let me flip this shit up. I love when franchises go back in time. They're like, yeah, this is set after this. It's like, 
okay, everybody's got an iPhone in this. And all of a sudden you're like, this is set after this. And people have like the fucking flip phones that are like, they're coming back too. <laughs> I have seen stuff. That $1,500 Motorola razor. You going in on one? No. Because I'm no, that's stupid. That looks awful. That's so uh, stupid. You're that shit's going to break in two weeks. <laughs> You're paying for nostalgia. That shit's uh, going to break in two weeks, man. That's for old people who are established <laughs> in life. I'm like, yeah, this is the way we used to do it. Um, Snap. <laughs> Mulan had a trailer for the Super Bowl. I am not really into this. There's some more interesting things. There's definitely a Matrix scene in this. You know what I'm going to say? I think I'm more into this the more trailers I see for it. Really? I think this might legitimately be good. No. I mean maybe not good, but There's all no, right. Like, it might be not dragon. it might not be as bad as we are expecting it to be. I I will give it that. <laughs> um BT for every, for everybody at home. That's, that's what Ryan does when he's clearly got some time to fill. <laughs> Um, a quiet place two part or a quiet place part two. Um, you saw bits and pieces of the first one. Maybe you didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one it was okay. The second one looks more interesting based on this trailer. It looks like there's more dialogue in it. Yeah. What do you think kind about of a that? Prequel too. It kind of needed that. It needed to go in some different direction. Um, two point eight billion in microtransactions have occurred for EA games. Isn't this thing they were trying to get rid of? <laughs> that sounds like a lot. And also that sounds like total that bullshit. That sounds like a lot. <laughs> I, I'm, not in, I'm not into that. I'm not into that shit at all. I think that is a cancer in terms of gaming. Remember, in terms of games as a service, it is absolutely asinine the way that they try to milk people out of their money in terms of just you know you could play this for 10 hours or you can give us like 30 bucks and you can uh you know. <laughs> not have to worry about not have to worry out. about it anymore it's gambling and it's gambling How is it gambling though you can do this for 10 hours or you can give us money and you know <laughs> cheat not, your way to the top that's not gambling gamble means you're risking something you're not risking anything you're paying and you get a guarantee max out, out your parents credit card that's what you risk you're, you're gambling you're not gambling with feet. you're not gambling with house money but it is still basically just i don't know it's gross it, i you're it's, just kind of paying ahead isn't it, that what people want to do in the real world? Like you go to a restaurant, you're like, hey, let's get a seat. Here's it's, a it's, couple it's pennies. Gr- it's gross get and it's exploitative and it's absolutely marketed at children and that have access to their parents' credit card information. You know, when I was it's, a kid, we used to put in cheat codes. And if this is kind of what that reminds me of, except you got to spend money, which yep. is gross. But at the same time, I was a gross kid. There was a guy in like some major league baseball game with Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa that if you put in the secret team, there's this guy with this huge bat. And if you bunted, you could like hit a home run every time. I remember in Medal of Honor, there was a cheat code where you had unlimited health and ammunition. Yeah, you're fucking gross, man. BLBRYLX down. Yeah. I still remember that shit. Up, down, left, right, ABC, Sonic the Hedgehog. No way I would have finished medal of honor without that see (laughs) so i think it's the same concept but at the same time you're just paying more money for it but they really need i really wish they put cheat codes back in video games like even if it was like story modes and stuff like they do it's called like easy mode or story mode no (laughs) no 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 (laughs) um so we get our first look at the loki 
WandaVision and the Falcon. Did you want to continue on the last subject? I mean, we've already moved on. No, we haven't moved on. I haven't seen the Come trailer. Back. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't seen the trailer for this. WandaVision looks like it spans a bunch of different TV shows. Um, it looks interesting. Um, I've I've read about it. I haven't actually watched the trailer. It looked the but, most interesting out of any of them. Um, I would watch this for sure just to see what it was about. Um, I like Caitlin Olsen. I like Paul Bettany. Um, I like them together. So, you know what? I'd watch more of that. Even even if I hadn't, you know, halfway paid attention to this trailer. Definitely didn't watch half of the Super Bowl. The second half was the only part worth watching, but <laughs> it, congratulations, Kansas City. Yes, Jake. Kansas City, Kansas. The, ch- the champions <laughs> of the <laughs> I feel like there's a tweet. Um <laughs> a certain tweet connected to a certain impeached or acquitted president. He's acquitted. Who said if that. the glove don't fit, you must it, acquit. Exactly. He's acquitted, so that definitely means he's in people innocent. are so divided on that. Definitely means he's innocent. There's so many people that I've seen like I lost so many friends because I posted about President Trump. About Kansas City being in Missouri instead of Kansas. Yeah, well, duh. It's actually in both, but You guess know, what? Google is a hell of a thing, isn't it? Um, Imagine being the president and not knowing which states are which. I would have been so <laughs> bold to say something if I wasn't 100% sure. That is 100% proof that nobody edits his shit before he sends it out. <laughs> Which is absolutely nobody. He's just firing off the cuff, which is a good thing and a bad thing. So you have you can kind of compare it. But like, yeah, totally. Yeah. You're like, you know what? You know what? Same because I was not exactly sure what state that shit was in. But guess what? It's not Kansas. Now I know (laughs) Uh, the fact that he deleted that. And did he delete it? He deleted it and put Missouri afterwards and like corrected it. But guess what? There's a thing called screenshots. Yeah, too late. (laughs) Too late because the internet is vicious. Indeed. Nearly a party foul, my friend. Did you drop any? Nah, I think we're good. Okay, Jake dropped almost dropped his beer. Jake, what did you want to say about the 2.8 billion in microtransactions that the EA games had? No, it's gross and they should stop doing that shit, but they're probably not going to. Also, Um, I didn't I I can think of 2.8 billion reasons why I didn't post this, but they did actually they had a story where they said that that Jedi Fallen Order sold more copies than they were expecting which is kind of the antithesis of what EA has been doing recently, where they're like single player games. Nobody wants to buy those. We can't make money off of that. And the fact that they put out a decent one and people bought it and they're like, this actually did better than we thought it was going to. Who Hello, knows? Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> who would have who thunk it? <laughs> so. Um, I just want to announce to the world happy things. Like Groot. The little peanut, the peanut man. Oh, Mr. baby nut. Peanut. The baby nut. He back, dog. He we, there, but he baby. It was about two weeks ago on this very show we announced the unfortunate and untimely death of a certain Mr. Peanut. Only to find out he was just a marketing ploy and he has been reborn. As a baby. As baby nut. In possibly one of the most shameless. Not to be confused with Jake's nuts. Exactly. <laughs> Which are prepubescent nuts. I've seen them twice. Not. Let me tell you. Fine. Okay. <laughs> they they will hang low. <laughs> Not sometimes, man. High and tight. Yep. That's why I like my hair. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
I think probably one of the most shameless marketing things I've ever seen where they're like, people like the baby Yoda. What about baby, baby Mr. Peanut? He just comes out of the womb or ground, which is sort of is the womb. Is he wo- even old enough to call Mr. Sort of the womb with the, all right. He could be Junior Peanut, but yeah. Baby Nut is sounds vaguely sexual. And that's the only thing I'm going to say about it. <laughs> There's nothing it's vague about him. He's a baby peanut with a. He's got fucking glasses and he's got a little top hat on it. On him, he's got a little baby peanut dick. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, I'm, it makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't like saying. It? I don't like saying baby nut. That's too sexual. It's very on the nose. Just think about me whenever you say it. Does it make mm, you feel better? It doesn't baby make nut. me feel better at all. Actually, it makes me feel baby worse. I have to go wash you, my hands now. Fuck you, man. <laughs> You got and lavender, and not just because of that beer that I just dropped on the floor and caught. Oh, you did drop drop it. I haven't been testing it. I haven't been testing. Motherfucker! Numbers. Like I said last week, I've been I've been on the slippers life. My bare, my bare feet are not touching the ground. I might have to fill this out. The I bet there's gonna be some, I bet there's gonna be some sticky spots on the floor. What do you think? <laughs> there's already sticky spots on the floor. I know it's unrelated. you've made love it's un- on this floor unrelated. before. It's unrelated. To that. Why do you whisper these things? People can still. We're on microphones. Um, Lilo and Stitch Disney Plus will reported release live action remake. That's what you think? I'm so excited. It's gonna have the original voice character for Stitch. That sounds like a fucking. Everybody sounds like Stitch. I could do a Stitch How? voice right now. How? How? I'm excited about this. I love Lilo and Stitch. Bob, I want your model. No, you feel that's Stitch. No, nope, that's, that's not exactly Stitch. You what will he never said. be tell, able to be a Stitch. Tell me that's not what he sounds like. Stitches get bitches, man. <laughs> that's exactly what he sounds like. 100%. Um, no, I'm stoked. I was going to do it like a wind up. I'm stoked. It'll probably be terrible, but I'm still going to watch the shit out that of it. Sounds like a nut. It can't be worse than Cats. It can't be worse Nothing than the nightmarish hailscape that was Cats. Or I just, I Hellboy. S- I want to see what Stitch looks like in live action. How big is he going to be? Like, What I if think he's like seven feet tall? <laughs> he won't be seven feet tall, but how big will he be side to side? You know, because he'll be tiny. But, you know, sometimes people are like side to side big. They almost seem bigger than what they are. Does that make sense? Like height wise, you'll... It's like staring down a brick wall. Yeah. Like a wall you'll put a bolt in for two hours, but really that's all you've done. Was there some shade there? It's, I don't know. <laughs> um, it was a useless waste of time, but you know what? There's still something there, isn't there? Like there is. Um, <laughs> look back on that in your deathbed, whatever you're like. Hmm, if I could go back and really? change some things about my life, what would I be? Spending two hours on that <laughs> fucking bolt. I really could have solved world hunger in that time that I spent doing that. Should but instead, um, Star Wars, Mandalorian, spinoffs. Um, do you think they should do a spinoff? The Mandalorian is a spinoff. Do you think they, they should do a spinoff of the spinoff of the spinoff? No. <laughs> Jake, don't be a hater. But also, it's Star Wars, so I'm probably going to watch it no matter what. Whether it's good or bad, most of it is... Okay, for the most part, but just just write something good. Write something good. No, put they're some, gonna write something fast. Yeah, just do something good, and I'll watch it. It's quantity over quality, my friend. Yeah, um, I I hope that I just hope that what they did the last season I think was really good. 
I hope that they could replicate that in season. What was your come. favorite episode? Uh, I quite enjoyed the one where they went to that. I think it was season or sorry, episode four. I think where they went to that small backwater planet. Oh yeah, yeah. I like that one. It was a good one. Um, I like the season finale. Um, I also like the one. This was kind of. A f- maybe some would consider it a filler episode, but I like the one where they went to that ship and Bill. That was, was my there. favorite. I like that one. I like that one too. Where he's like a taste. Like I used he to be success in that one. I used to be an Imperial sharpshooter. I've got three guns and I still can't hit a single fucking target. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that one. That was, one sticks out to me. Yeah. I, I like that one too. And it was funny in the last episode where they literally were like, Oh the yeah. Stormtroopers were doing target practice and they, they could not hit the thing that was two feet away from them. It's like that was. But they gave up and just acknowledged, like, yeah, we couldn't do it. Fuck. But he punched Baby Yoda and he suddenly the actor that did that was getting death threats for punching Baby Yoda. Oh my <laughs> Which God. I thought was great. You know, I'm going to. Keep that go, up. <laughs> I'm going to go to Build a Bear and build my own Baby Yoda and save it for whatever child I may or may not ever have. Did you see where that company was putting out the life size Baby Yoda? Um, it's like no, I, we do have that news, but I, yeah. I somebody retweeted that and said, how far does his mouth open <laughs> <laughs> from us? Somebody retweeted that. No. Oh, I just saw that. And I was like, oh, it's already a sex doll thing, isn't it? Life size, baby. If you, oh, well, his ears are long. So I mean, like handlebars. So I don't know. Oh, God. No. What is the matter with the world right now? People are just trying to have sex with anything um so i'm so side note <laughs> side note there is somebody from sex in the city who has got anal cancer because her husband who may have had throat cancer was eating her butt i don't think that's a thing that's a thing that I I, if it's on possible. yahoo it must be true exactly uh, michael douglas got that from eating out uh catherine zeta jones Catherine Zeta Jones. So, you know, that's what happens. If you have cancer in your mouth and you go and lick people's body parts, they could, in fact, get cancer in those body parts, whether it be their ass or their vagina or penis. You or heard it here on Almost Accurate. This is, <laughs> this is a doctor. Cancer, almost doctor. Cancer, this is cancer advice. <laughs> you can take it or leave it. For my mom told me about the Michael Douglas thing. I was like, what's my mom told Your mom told you that Michael Douglas ate out Catherine. <laughs> on multiple occasions. On bo- you know, okay, so this is like If you do it once, thing. it's okay. If you do it twice, it's a little murky, but it's probably okay. So Three this times. wasn't just like no. Thanksgiving dinner. She's like, hey, guess what I heard? Yeah. Michael Douglas, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Cancer, cancer vagina, throat. Vagina. You connect them. Yeah. Connect the dots there. Those dots are connected, my no, This friend. is like a weekly thing. She's like, hey, how was your Sunday? Did you re- do you remember <laughs> you Michael Douglas story. ate out Catherine? <laughs> Which, by the way, Kirk Douglas died today, who is Michael Douglas's father. Rest in peace. Who I think he played Tarzan. Um, PS5, official website, Sony says is quite not ready to fully unveil. Not next. quite ready or quite not ready? Not quite ready. <laughs> quite not ready. Those bitches Which, ain't quite not ready. Uh, which is a double negative. To fully unveil next ain't gen too con- good. <laughs> but I, from what I've read, they're going to be doing that next, next, uh, was it next month? Yeah. I If it's this month or even in the middle of the summer, it doesn't really matter. P- the PS5 is going to be coming out this holiday season 
Same as the Xbox. I'm sure we're going to get news on like some launch titles and stuff. And I think it's going to be the same thing. The last console generation where the first like year or so, there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out on the old generation and new generation. Well, they got to wait for people to be able to afford it and buy it. And I think Xbox even said that like for the first 12 months, there's not going to be any titles that come out on the new Xbox that are exclusive to that. So basically every new thing that's coming out is going to be either backwards compatible or is going to be released on the Xbox one at the same time. So kind of, it kind of is an interesting way of launching a title where you're almost discouraging people from buying it on day one. You know, it's like, well, I'm not going to buy that if the new thing is backwards compatible. And for the first at least year, Everything new that comes out, I'm going to be able to play on the thing I already have. So I, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go, but it, it's not surprising that they're not officially ready to show this yet. And it for me, it's not that exciting because I know I'm not going to buy one for a while yet. But I am, you know, I do want to see what it looks like. I want to see what the con- new controller and stuff looks like. I want to see what games they have lined up. Because it seems like we're sort of trickling out here at the end of this generation, but you know, we'll we'll see how it goes, Ryan. We'll see how it goes. Do uh, you ever do you see yourself buying one? A PlayStation Five. If it's I mean, I've, backwards compatible. I have bought. Yeah, there's some Ninja Turtle games I'd like to play. Go back and play that I'd never. What if it's only backwards compatible with the PS4? As which has the only thing that's been officially confirmed. Well, then I will just destroy everything. <laughs> but you no. can still play Spider-Man, though. I can still play Spider-Man. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it's all about. Um, no, I will I will burn you to cut to the ground. <laughs> um, that's just dumb. Why would you make everything backwards compatible? Well, a lot of work, a lot of money. You know I'm what assuming. I would do? Honestly, if I was Sony, I would go backwards compatible to PlayStation 3. Now... There's some games that have been from PlayStation 2 that were released on PlayStation 3, like collections and stuff. But I'm thinking PlayStation 2 is one of the hottest console consoles ever sold, right? Sold the most units. Won't you do like a classics version of that and release that? You'd probably make a shit ton of money. I think just release them as digital things. Digital things make them like $5 a piece, $10 a piece, maybe. I don't know. But good. Even like groups, some of these franchises group them together. Do you do a J- Dak, Dak and Jexter collection or a Sly Cooper or yeah. Ratchet and Clank? Put them together, J- jumble all them together for like 20 bucks and make it a digital only thing. Seriously, you're <laughs> that's money you're leaving on the table by not doing that. Um, why not? <laughs> because money's stupid. Why would anybody do anything for money? Psych. Everybody does everything for money. Fuck you. Pay yep, me. We got you. We brought it back. Um, we did it. So I'm going to hit you with some news. Uh, Lock and oh, Key. Oh, we got more still. Lock and Key. That's coming out on Netflix, I believe. What the fuck is that? It's based on a book. And I've heard it has a lot of whimsy to it, like magical whimsy to it. Well, I've seen the like, trailer for it. Sounds good. like what I'll be talking about tonight. <laughs> um, whimsy. Um, yes, magical whimsy. The new trailer for the minions I had posted on our our page. Um, it's the rise of Gru. It shows a young Gru, and I think this was shown. Um, no, no, no. I don't know if this was shown during the Super Bowl. I know they had talked about it, but it almost certainly was the delight of middle aged white women everywhere. Yeah, they love their wife. minions. 
They'll end your wife who's friends. not middle aged, but is but is white. My best friend's uh, my best friend's mom. She's really into it. Mm-hmm. Um, Always posting those minions. Our former uh, manager loves the minions. Who one hundred percent? B B Sap. Yeah, she loves minions. She loves the minions. Can't remember man. that. Loves them. Um, I have seen the reviews for Birds of Prey from IGN. They gave it an eight. Really? Yeah, so... Are we going to have to watch that in time for next week? Yep. I guess I know what I'm doing this weekend. Oh, watching an okay movie. Ewan McGregor's in it. So... Uh, Last one thing. Uh, Spider-Man director Sam Raimi reportedly in talks to direct Doctor Strange 2. That's right. They did fire the director. Uh, Interesting. Let's see how that goes. It'd be interesting to get Sam Raimi into the in, the current present day MCU. Let's see what he's got compared to what he used to have. Yeah. Boom. Toby Maguire said he's got Benedict Cumberbatch. So, you he's know what? Probably a nicer person because I've heard Toby Maguire is was a, a real prick. dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've bitch. heard too. <laughs> Drop the mic. Jake, let's get into it. Let's get into the meat and bones of tonight. Let's talk. Let's get into the old Kentucky bluegrass of the night. Let's get it. Ryan, I've been playing Kentucky Route Zero, which is, for those who haven't heard of it, has been heralded as one of the most important games. Who's Harold? Who's been heralded? God, we're really, really stumbling at the first hurdle here. Um, Kentucky Route Zero is a point and click sort of game. It is. It's a point and click game that's been developed over about seven years. And it's been the development team was three people. Um, but recently it was a, acquired and helped published by Anna Perina Interactive. Um, they do movies and now they're getting into games as well. So the first game was revealed in 2011 as a Kickstarter. And the first act was came out in 2013 on the PC. All of the acts have been on the PC up until Act 5, in which case came out about a week ago and they published them all together, um, all in f- all five acts, all together on PC console and all the consoles and stuff. And I was like, this is the perfect time to go in. I perfectly understand now your frustration, why you refuse to go in on a lot of new TV shows because you hate to be left out in the cold and not knowing how stuff ends. If you yes. had started with kentucky route zero in 2013 i would have like, killed myself by now you're like this is if no it, especially if it was something you were into and you're like this is act one of five and you're like oh fuck and you had to wait literally two years for the next act to come out each of these acts is only about two or so hours long and it is all of the entire game is text base so all you are going to be doing is reading, basically. If you're blind, this game is not this for you. Ga- this game is not Braille sensitive. I'm sorry. But what it sounds boring, but the world that it sets up is the greatest world you've ever played in. It's fantastic. That blows my mind. It is an almost otherworldly experience. It is a, an, a simplistic art style in the fact that your characters are have no faces. They're very simplistically drawn, but the backgrounds are absolutely beautiful. They're almost like surrealist pieces of art. And you are almost 
picking and choosing your own adventure and picking and choosing your own play that you're acting out in front of Is you. Is there different endings? Did you see if there was... There different- are multiple branching paths. I think that a lot of the overarching themes sort of tie together in a similar sort of ending, but there are dialogue options where you branch in different directions, but I think a lot of them funnel back into... A, a similar sort of ending. I haven't finished the game yet. I'm in currently about in the middle of act four of five. Having just started about six days ago, but I have not been able to put this down. It's, it is almost like you are writing your own novel and getting to participate in it. It is set in somewhere in rural Kentucky. The setup for this game is there is a guy named Conway Conway Twitty. All not Conway Twitty, <laughs> but so much better, wouldn't it? God, I don't You're, know. He's 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 a delivery truck driver, and he's um he works for an antique shop, and he is just trying to do one last delivery before the antique shop closes down. And he pulls into a gas station. He's asking for directions to a certain address. It's Five Dogwood Drive. Well, the first five dogwood, five dogwood drive. Well, the the whole crux of this is the gas station guy is like, hey, in order to get to Dogwood Drive, you got to take the zero. You got to take Route Zero to get there. And Route Zero is a mysterious, otherworldly, interdimensional sort of highway that you take to get there. And you access it in really strange ways the on-ramp to route zero is at the bottom of mine um another way you access it is driving up and down the same highway and you tune the radio until you hear something that sounds familiar but not quite familiar and then you turn around and all of a sudden you're on the zero again when you're driving on route zero it's literally just a big loop that goes in a circle and you pass by different landmarks and the landmarks are a scarecrow, a typewriter, a feather. It sounds like whenever I give people directions. So what you're going to do is take a right. Take a right at the feather. Turn around at the typewriter. Um, When you get to McDonald's, you know that you need to take a 180 degree turn uh, by the corn stalk. Yeah, that's exactly how I give directions. Fuck names of roads. And then you turn the AM dial to uh, 430. Something like that. It's. Oh, yeah insane it's like someone took a bunch of random words put them on magnets and just threw them at the refrigerator and that's sort of how they did some of the writing for this stuck it is like a dream you know how your dreams just lucid they like they sort of make sense when you're doing it but when you wake up and you try to like remember it you're like that doesn't connect at all right sometimes they're metaphorical it's insane the way that this game is written. Would you a, th- think that this game was as good as you are? Do you think this game exceeded your expectations initially? I went in with the, when people first started posting about this and writing about this, I had vaguely heard about it before, but I had only seen like, I had read one article and seen like a handful of screenshots. And I was like, I don't know if this is for me. But when it came out and it was like, you know, all f- the here's the whole complete game now from start to finish. All five acts are here. You can play it on whatever system you want now. And it was it's cheap. It's like twenty three dollars 
for about 12-ish hours, maybe, depending on a lot of the, the paths and stuff that you take. It's worth it. This is one of the best gaming experiences I have ever had. This is one of the best written video games I've ever experienced. Probably better than probably better written than Red Dead 2, I would say, which is one of the craziest, like you've said that aloud. Yeah. One of the most what well written video games I've ever experienced. This is literally it's like you are taking the reins and writing your own novel and it is just incredible to experience. And the artwork in this game, the it's just this strange surrealist art and just screenshots from this. It, the, some of the, the character models are so simplistic, but the backdrops and stuff, it's just so vibrant. It's so weird and eerie. The characters you meet like, Faceless. Con Conway is a delivery Sweet. guy. Shannon is related to her cousin Weaver, who is maybe or maybe not a ghost. Who may be her husband who, because she's from West Virginia. Uh Kentucky. But oh, also the point stands. There's coal miners who may or may not have opened an interdimensional rift. It's not completely explained. <laughs> there are close the portal. Char- there are character there are corporations in this game. Who I there's one scene where they appoint a a lady to basically watch over phone lines and then they close the company down, but they don't tell her about it. So she just goes about her daily job for like years. So this and is don't tell her this about person it. Person with the red stapler in office space. Yeah, like, they just see my red they stapler? just they just move out. The same thing they did for like the miners. Like they stopped paying the the miners with money and said they paid them with like credits. And stuff, and it's then, a shame they make miners work. You know, <laughs> there's not just of age yet. Keep digging deep. There's a whole, there's a whole other subplot where there's some other characters which you meet in Act Two that are, um, they, they're like college professors that wind up opening a, a different route to the zero, and one of them winds up staying there and losing his mind and building a supercomputer which gets filled up with mold, and the other one leaves. Um, it's, it's, it's strange in the fact that one of the lines that stuck out to me was, um, one of the characters you meet, Shannon, who is living or squatting in one of these mine shafts. Um, when Conway goes and visits her, um, she takes him on a, like a mine cart trolley because they were like the honor after the zero is down here and he gets like the cave collapses on him and he like basically breaks his leg but he hobbles around for about two more hours before they actually take him to a doctor a doctor who is in a forest where the land they a museum came in and demolished everybody's houses and relocated them to a forest that you can't access by roads but there's a character named ezra whose brother is an eagle who transports you transports all the people from daytime to nighttime into the forest um, during the day, their houses are uh, museum exhibits, and at I love night, PCP too. At night, at night, he flies them out to the forest, and they, they, you know, they get along great. <laughs> That's where the doctor lives too, and he fix he fixes this guy's leg. And when he wakes up, he's like, "This is not my leg," because it's like a, this is somebody else's. It's like leg. a radioactive glowing skin. That, that is the line. Somebody it's else's his, leg. One of your dialogue choices is. How does your leg feel? It's and the first thing he says is, "This is not 
my leg. It's a glowing radioactive skeleton leg, which we'll of get course. in, which we'll get into because there's a distillery, which is beneath an underground sub and a subterranean lake, which is staffed by ghosts slash radioactive skeletons who take out a life debt on Conway, basically saying that they think that he's there to interview for a job position, but really he's asking for directions. Some of my man's just they access, they time. access the underground distillery from an abandoned church and they sit on a pew and the pew descends uh, via an elevator into this distillery. Um, there's also a play that you basically watch during this. It's like 40 minutes long. It's very, very long where you, the only thing you do is basically toggle the joystick between the different people that are speaking. It's, insane to watch like i, I it's was more like a book to me an it, interactive book it is that's what this game is, is an interactive book it's it's a game only in the sense that you're playing on a console. playing on a console it's more like reading a book with a very very short segment of walking around what but the only Burton do now the only purpose of walking around is to get more is to access more conversations basically that's there's no exercise your new there's no combat there's no puzzle solving really it's just it's a completely different experience to anything i've ever had in a game and i am just what would you rate it this has been like a nine out of ten for me so far and i'm not even i'm not even finished i haven't even finished act four and there's a whole other act left for me to do but if that sounds interesting to you, if you're ready for a different sort of experience, if you like the sort of thing that straddles the line between realistic and absolutely surrealistic, this is a fucking acid trip of a game, but it's so well written and enjoyable and funny in parts. And I probably haven't done it justice in the way that I have described it, but there is some genuine good humor in this. Um, a bunch of, uh, lines and stuff that I've screenshotted. Maybe I'll post them on our social medias and stuff. Uh, but it's it's just so it's so well written in in the sense that you just want to see what's coming up next. And I'm I can't wait to, to finish this and just reflect on it. This is a kind of game that probably is a best experience later at night, maybe an hour at a time. Don't sit down and do this for like four hours at once, or you're just be like what <laughs> it, but you can read a lot it's definitely something that is is worth worth what doing what grade worth level do you think the reading is it's is all, it fifth grade it's have you read anything from william faulkner that sort of not lately of, <laughs> it's sort of like that it i wouldn't say it's something that you would read and be like i don't understand this you don't understand it because of the con because of because you're dumb and you can't read. Because you're illiterate. The contextual jumps sometimes are, are a little bit big, but at no point am I confused by necessarily what's going on in the story because I'm surprised by stuff that happens in Act 1 that I'm seeing getting happening in Act 4. I'm like, that's right, this character connects to this, and there's mention of this and this, and the connections that are forming the longer you go on, the stuff that seemed really fucking random and unconnected you find all out later making sense. all of a sudden it makes a little bit more sense like that fake leg so they still haven't made it to dogwood drive but 
We'll five dro- dogwood five drive. dogwood drive with the dogs. We'll see drive. how it goes. There, there was one line of dialogue where they're like, "Do you think we're inside or outside right now?" Which was re- a really trippy thing to kind of wrap your head around, where you're like, "Fuck, hey, maybe in there." What if you were in a place where you're like, "I don't know if we're inside or outside right now," and it's really hard to understand. Well, it's <laughs> kind of like uh, rich people today who have thought that they are in the matrix you heard this I have people think this. that they're in the matrix right now or like uh what's that movie with christopher nolan inception gotta dreams a gotta dream within up, a dream gotta wake me up that is a lot of what this is is it's just that and there's a lot of real world parallels to people in economic hardships and stuff and you could write a whole thesis paper on on this whole video game you probably could i i it is very well written. And if it sounds interesting to you, read an article that explains it way better than I did. But Wikipedia. I think it's I think it's worth it. Buy this motherfucker. Buy this motherfucker. It's in a bundle. Anything else you want to add, Ryan? Um no. I have only seen you play this video game a For little bit. For about five minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's but. not my thing, but I can understand the uh intrigue about it because it is out of the norm and it's different also made by three people just three people only three people worked on this oddly enough i was made by three people as well Interesting. my dad my mom and my mom's secret lover ernesto um yeah little known fact um, um baby and the music is amazing to this game as well i'm it's gonna blue add grassy it's bluegrassy meets like techno, weird techno, sex EDM, orgy. sex orgy. Yeah. It's, Enjoy your drugs. Let's do it. <sighs> Did you know if you text somebody, what, what's up with the what's capital up? T? It's about math, Tina. I don't know. I just found that out. Did tonight. not know that. Interesting. Well, Ryan, we're at about what hour ish in. What do you think? Yep, I think I'm gonna go home and go to sleep. It's almost eleven o'clock, man. Well, I think I'm you'll old. have. I'm turning into a I pumpkin. Think, I think you'll have some dreams about sailing down the Echo River and on the Mucky Mammoth. And Maybe I'll have dreams about us flying through the sky, making millions, or a submarine with, with George <laughs> Lucas as we lay on our Lego money. Oh, guys, listen! Thank you for the thank you for the reviews. Thank you for listening. If you like the podcast, share it with a friend. Hit us up on the social medias. We're always posting various you fucking do stuff it or we'll on fucking there. Fucking kill you. Yeah, that's not a threat. That's a promise. That's right. The yeah. longer the longer we do this, long, the, we'll back that the, shit up. The we, less we'll cordial you and your family, the, there will be nothing left of you. You will be nothing but the gum on my goddamn shoe. I will murder you and you and you. I'm talking all three of you who listen to this podcast. That's right. That's right, you little fuckers. That's right. We'll find you. Uh-huh. Well, anyways, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, as we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate. Don't make me shank you, bitches. Night, night, bitches. And, and, Until next time, folks. Was that yeah. a good Stitch impression? No, it was terrible. Nah. Well, how could you? I think that was excellent. No, well, you were wrong. All right. I'm going to bust this bottle. See you guys. stab you. If you don't tell your friends about this podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.